0: this episode of the main event talk podcast is brought to you by richest billiards 5815 weber not your average heroes new name same place and welcome ladies and gentlemen to another great episode of the main event talk podcast i am the main event player of the super c the god among gods the king among kings the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking god's green earth and we've got some things we need to cover and it's a little bit early than expected Now, normally, the main event will go ahead and do his podcast and go ahead and get everything set up for Saturday. But I decided to go a little bit early because there's a lot of stuff we need to cover, including some breaking news that has been happening for the last few hours, just in case you guys don't know, including certain things that I found out over at NXT. Plus, today, we're going to talk about WWE Payback. Coming this Sunday, believe it or not. Live as it happens in the WWE Network. We just got done doing SummerSlam, and now all of a sudden, we got WWE Payback coming this Sunday. One week after SummerSlam was just done. How crazy is that? And plus, we got some more news involving AEW. All Out is coming up on September 5th. The main event's looking forward to checking that out as well. Several matches are going to take place over at... um, At WWE Payback Thunderdome. Apparently, we got some people that have been taken out and not to appear on Thunderdome ever again. I'll discuss that as well. Plus, more details on Sonya Deville and a whole lot more. And also, I'm going to change the subject, believe it or not, at the very end of this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. And I'll tell you what that is in just a moment. So, in the meantime, It wouldn't be right if we didn't kick some music off. Here we go. There's nothing like kicking some music off with none other than the legendary Machine Head doing the cover of Nirvana's Negative Creep. And uh, I haven't heard that song in a long, long time. Well, not the actual song itself. I mean, I have not heard that song uh, since it was released back in, I think it was 2003, 2004. Uh, A while back, I had bought a CD called The Heart of Roadrunner. And there were several songs and several bands in there, including bands like Machine Head, like uh, let's see, Chimera were in there, and also uh, Spine Shank, Stone Sour, Soulfly, and I believe Slipknot was in that album as well. When um, when I first heard Negative Creep, well, when I first heard it from Nirvana a long time ago, I thought it was a good song. You know, you know, I heard it from the fir- from the very first album that they did a long time ago. Then all of a sudden a uh, negative creep comes out from Machine Head and I was like, oh sweet, this sounds fucking sounds fucking badass, you know. You couldn't couldn't believe what was going on. So I was just, you know, listening to it and everything, and it just sounded so fucking cool, you know, listening to it. You know? So anyways, guys, welcome to this very special edition of the Main Event Talk podcast. I am the Main Event Player to Super C once again. And uh, we've got some breaking news happening. Some huge news involving what's been going on. Um, and let's get right to it. Uh, we, today is Wednesday. Well, actually, if you're listening to this, it's on a Thursday. So I'm, I'm getting a chance to watch some of the stuff that has been going on. With NXT, and there's some huge news, huge news involving NXT. Now, as you guys know from this past Sunday over at NXT TakeOver 30, you know that Karrion Cross became the new NXT champion. He defeated Keith Lee. And we also know that Keith Lee has moved up the roster from being a part of NXT to a part of Monday Night Raw. We'll discuss that in just a moment. Now, Karrion Cross um during the match uh I remember uh you know because I was watching uh, NXT TakeOver I was watching that match in particular about a couple of times and I noticed that there was a move where uh, I think Keith Lee had I think put a clothesline or put some sort of a move on um Karrion Cross, and apparently damaging his shoulder uh, I, you know I was seeing that I was like holy crap and I saw a knot I saw a knot right there and, and other people were noticing that too so there was, uh, I saw some stuff on WWE Exclusive where uh, they were doing an MRI on Karrion Cross and everything. And apparently, uh, and unfortunately, this is the bad news and, and it's sad. And, and it's just the fact that Karrion Cross had just became the champion and he was, you know, about to come out, you know, you know, say what he had to say and everything. And, um, well, he had to unfortunately relinquish the championship yeah, I mean, he went ahead, showed up, relinquished the championship, and, uh, uh, well, it's going to be a while till we see Karrion Cross back in the ring. Now, my thoughts on the man himself, Karrion Cross. A, I'm have been a huge fan of Karrion Cross. As a matter of fact, I knew him when he was Killer Kross, uh back in the day. He was, uh, I believe he was a part of MLW a while back. He was also a part of Impact Wrestling, and I always felt that he should have been the world champion in that company. And for, for whatever reason, whoever's idea was it to not make that dude champion, they have to be fucking shot in the fucking head. I swear to God. And then Karrion Cross comes in. He's coming in like a ball of fire. He's taking out everyone in his sights. And then he goes ahead and defeats Keith Lee and takes the NXT championship. And while that was a great accomplishment, unfortunately, there was a price to pay. And here's the thing, guys. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you think. I mean, if you're going to sit here and give me this shit about, hey, pro wrestling's fake, dude. That's all predetermined. You can't fucking expect something like that to happen. There's a lot of people that go into this ring 24-7, putting their bodies on the line every single chance they get. Now, you can go ahead and talk about how it's scripted and how it's predetermined and all this other shit. You can say that all you want to, but in the ring is a totally different story. And what happened to Karrion Cross? Hey, you got to admit, Karrion Cross is a tough man. A very tough man and that and it's very very you know especially when this era of wrestling that you see you know you got all these children you got all these clowns you got all these goof-offs that want to go ahead and do a bunch of high-risk maneuvers and and think they're all badasses and think they want to play wrestler when you got a guy like Karen Cross who's busting his ass who's beating the shit out of a lot of people and that's something you, you rarely see in wrestling anymore This guy comes in, he defeats the top guy in NXT and becomes a champion. And he came with a heavy price. He had a knot in his shoulder, he got hurt, he had to do the right thing, and that was was Relinquished Championship, and that was it. So it's going to be a while. It's going to be probably the extent amount of time would be at least a few months until we hear anything else. So, you know, I, I hate to see Karen Cross lose the championship. I hate to see him lose a championship when he just got it, when he just got it. So m- my thought about Karrion Cross is, uh, we wish him nothing but the best, and we hope he comes back real real soon. And I hope that we you know we all fall and pray, so to speak, for Karrion Cross to come back and regain the NXT championship sometime in the near future so now that leaves the question I know a lot of people are wondering what does the future hold for the NXT championship what does the future hold for the title who's going to go after it? what's going to happen well there, was an, uh, well there was an announcement that happened on that very same night when Karrion Cross had to relinquish the championship the general manager of NXT William Regal came by and made an astonishing announcement. Now, this announcement, it's, this is fucking huge. I mean, this is so huge that apparently NXT next week is going to be on a Tuesday night. Yeah, that's right. It's actually going to be on a Tuesday night from what they announced. Now, William Regal has stated that the NXT championship is going to be up for grabs this coming Tuesday night or next Tuesday on the USA Network. And the championship is going to be defended in a fatal four-way match. Now, the four individuals that are going to be competing for the NXT championship, they're all former NXT champions. Let's go down the list if you don't mind. Number one, former NXT champion, former North American champion, and former tag team champion, one of them anyway, Johnny Gargano, number one. The second individual, former North American champion, former NXT champion, former tag team champion, and also a former partner of Johnny Gargano, former member of DIY, Tommaso Ciampa. He made his return. Today Uh, He made his return last night, and he is a part of this Fatal 4-Way. So we got Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. The list continues. This man is a former NXT champion, and he was also the very first Universal Champion. His name is the Prince himself, Finn Balor. That's number three. And number four, a man who was not only held... The NXT Tag Team Championship. The NXT North American Championship. And he was the longest reigning NXT Champion in NXT history. And he just had a victory over Pat McAfee from this past Saturday night at NXT TakeOver 30. Adam Cole is added to this mix. A fatal four-way match to determine who will be the new NXT Champion now. This gets interesting. It's a fatal four-way match for the for the vacated NXT Championship. But there's one thing, one thing about this that is so unique and is so crazy. And I'm just in awe about, I'm still shocked at how this match is going to be. Because for the first time ever in NXT history, the championship, the vacated championship will be decided in a fatal four-way match... But in this Fatal Four Way, it's a 60 minute Iron Man match. I'm not kidding. This match is going to be a 60 minute Iron Man match to determine who will be the new NXT champion. Now, can you imagine? I mean, we're talking, we're talking four men. In a 60-minute Iron Man match for the NXT Championship. I mean, think about this. Say, this is, say we're at the conclusion of, of, the, of the match. You got Tommaso Ciampa with, say, four wins. Or three wins, to be exact. Uh, Johnny Gargano with two wins. Adam Cole with three. Um, Finn Balor with four. Someone has to get a pinfall or, or anything in that particular nature to be, you know, to stay ahead of the match and whoever gets a pinfall, the most pinfalls will win the match. And in, in, most fatal four ways, there are no disqualifications. There are no countouts. pinfalls or submission is the only way to go. And, and you have to do it within 60 minutes. I mean, I've seen a, I've seen an Iron Man match between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. That was fucking insane. But four men competing in a 60-minute Iron Man match for the NXT Championship. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, and Adam Cole. This is historic. This is huge in so many levels. So many levels, and you couldn't believe. I mean... I'm excited. I can't wait to see how this shit's going to go down. Who do you think will win the championship? Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, or the Prince Finn Balor? And I'm going to go ahead and give my early prediction because it seems obvious. And I've seen what he has done tonight. Well, earlier anyway. And I'm going with this. Um, The main event's going to go with one person. He's back, and he's looking to get Goldie back. And I'm talking about Tommaso Ciampa. The main event is going with Tommaso Ciampa to take the NXT Championship from Johnny Gargano, from The Prince, from Adam Cole, should be tremendous. That's my pick, who's your pick? Will it be Adam Cole, will it be Tommaso Ciampa, will it be Johnny Gargano, or will it be the Prince Finn Balor? We'll all have to find out this coming Tuesday, not Wednesday, it's going to be Tuesday, live as it happens, on NXT on the USA Network, and the main event cannot wait for that. Oh, and speaking of big news, we have brand new NXT Tag Team Champions. Their names are Brizongo. Holy crap. And I got to say, Brizongo is on a tremendous roll. So they win they win the number one contendership. They defeated Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. And the members of Phantasma, right? At NXT TakeOver 30 from this past Saturday night. And now they have an opportunity at the tag team titles against Imperium. And they won the tag team titles. Holy crap. And this, you know, and, uh, Tyler Breeze and uh, Fandango, they've been a part of the main roster. They've also been a part of NXT for a long, long time. And for these guys to accomplish their biggest gold, for them to win the tag team titles for the very first time, they've never won any sort of gold at all until last night. So big congratulations go out to Tyler Breeze, to Fandango for winning the nxt tag team champion championships and no doubt big things are happening with brisango we're gonna see how far this is gonna go this is tremendous i mean nxt is looking good and unopposed unopposed aew is not gonna have uh the dynamite show until this coming thursday so it should be interesting to see how all that goes down now Let's uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the unexpected pay-per-view that's going to be taking place live Saturday night or live this coming Sunday night. I'm talking about WWE Payback. And this is interesting because some of the matches in here, I mean, they just got done with SummerSlam, right? We saw, you know, everything from, you know, from, uh, let's see, uh, from, well, there's really not much to talk about. The only thing that was exciting well, there's a lot of things that happened at SummerSlam. But the only thing that was pretty exciting about SummerSlam was the surprise appearance of Roman Reigns. And a lot of people have been asking me, is he turning heel? Is he a baby face? W- what are we looking at here? Now, so far, w- we're going to determine what's going to happen. We're going to determine what's going to happen at WWE Payback uh, this coming Sunday. So now I find out from this past Monday that now at Payback, there's four matches already been announced, and one of the matches is for the Universal Championship. It's going to be a triple threat match for the Universal Championship. It's going to be the champion Bray Wyatt defending his championship against the former champion Braun Strowman. And also a former champion in his own right, Roman Reigns. Now I know a lot of people have been asking the question: Furman, is is Roman Reigns gonna get back the title? Is the Fiend gonna get you know be able to hold to the title? So many mistakes could possibly happen, and I I agree. Uh, I'm you know I, this is kind of a bit too soon. I I don't understand. I mean I don't even understand the logic of them even having another pay-per-view you know i really don't understand it i mean i can see why but but it just you know it's one thing when you have a pay-per-view like say you had a SummerSlam uh, event that just happened and then in two weeks you got another pay-per-view coming that's not enough time that's not enough time to set everything up and and everything but now You know, you got one week and it's like, my God, that's only like six days, five days away. And that's just fucking ridiculous. So here, let's go through the matches here. I just mentioned the whole thing with the Triple Threat match for the Universal Championship. Also, Randy Orton's going to be in a match over at Payback. And he's going to be going one-on-one against Raw's newest acquisition. The man who just lost the NXT Championship from this past Saturday night. Keith Lee, Limitless himself, is going to be at payback to take on Randy Orton. Now, I know there are some people that are asking the question right now. I mean, first of all, I know people are upset about his theme song being changed, his stuff being changed, and, and I, I know a lot of people are disappointed with how Keith Lee's debut came out. Here's my thought of it. First of all, you you know, we got a we got a real we got a lot of bunch of stupid fucking marks out there who really think that Keith Lee's career is already being destroyed when he just showed up. He just showed up, okay? And a lot of people have asked me, "I mean, should Keith Lee even be on Monday Night Raw? I mean, should he even be there?" The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Look, He's been North American champion. He's been NXT champion. He, you know, he had a a fantastic run. You know, yeah, forty five days. I understand. It should be a lot longer than that, Furman. Well, I understand that. But come on, I mean, come on. Get, you got, you gotta, you gotta put, you gotta put out new stars in NXT, and you gotta put out new stars on Raw. And Keith Lee's gonna get a lot of attention, and he's getting a lot of attention. And now he's gonna have an opportunity to go one on one against Randy Orton. One of two things are gonna happen between Randy Orton and Keith Lee. Either Randy Orton's going to put over on the superstar, that is Keith Lee, or Randy Orton's going to squash him. I'm thinking that if Randy is smart, and he is, and he's also a veteran, you know Randy Orton is not just going to go ahead and just let someone like Keith Lee beat him. As far as what's going to happen, I see a disqualification. I see a count out, I see Randy Orton just giving the win over to Keith Lee. Simple as that. Because the thing is, when you got the top heel like Randy Orton in his position, he's not going to go ahead and let someone like Keith Lee just pin him right away. No, you don't do that. You either going to, you know, if you surprise him, that would be amazing. That would be extremely amazing. But I think what will happen this coming Sunday at Payback, I think Keith Lee is going to beat Randy Orton, but it's going to be either by disqualification or by countout or an appearance by Drew McIntyre. Something like that will happen. So, I'm going to go with that. So, the United States Championship will be decided. Apollo Crews will go one on one against Bobby Lashley. My thought of that is simple. Uh, If Bobby Lashley wins the title, which was probably not a big surprise, that would be good, but it wouldn't be. I I wouldn't agree upon that for anything in the world. I would rather just stick with Apollo Crews being the champion still. So, for this matchup, I'm going to go with Apollo Crews. I'm going to go with him to beat. Bobby Lashley end it, finish it off you know there's I don't see any reason to put the title around uh, Bobby Lashley especially especially when he's been a former United States champion so you know what what's the, what's the point of it what's really the point of it now also and this is the big surprise and this is something that a lot of people are still in shock over the WWE Women's Tag Team titles are going to be on the line. The former champion, the former Raw Women's Champion, Sasha Banks, and the current SmackDown Women's Champion, Bayley, who are currently the Tag Team Champions, are going to be defending their titles at payback. And they're going to be facing the unlikely team. Are you ready for this? It's going to be the champions taking on the challengers Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. <laughs> oh man, this is this this <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Number 1, I hope the titles are away from the golden role models. The titles have gotta go, okay? They gotta stay away from the golden role models. The tag team titles, and, and and I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call it an upset. I say, I say Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax are gonna win the tag team titles. I see it. A lot of other people see it. And I know some people are going to be upset and pissed. Nia Jax is, you know, we don't want her there. We don't want to see her. Well, unfortunately, we're being force-fed on that situation. Now, personally, I want those two to be champions, especially Shayna Baszler. I want her to be a champion, and I also want her to go after Asuka, For the Raw Women's Championship. I want that to happen somewhere down the road. I don't know when. I don't know where. But it needs to happen. It really does. So those are your matches that are going to take place. The Women's Tag Team Championship are on the line. The United States Championship will be on the line. The Universal Championship will be on the line. And of course we've got Randy Orton taking on. The debut of Keith Lee. So those are four matches that have already been set and ready to go for payback. And no doubt there's probably going to be several more matches that are going to happen. We'll find out this coming Friday night on Friday Night Smackdown. Um, A future match that I would like to put together as far as payback goes. I would actually go with the Intercontinental Championship. I would actually like to see AJ Styles go one-on-one against Jeff Hardy for the Intercontinental Championship at Payback. I'd like to see that. And also, another matchup that I would like to see over there, which, you know, this is just, this is not official. This is just something that I'm coming up with as I go along. And usually, anytime when I mention some of these things, they happen, they come true, and boom, it's all set. So I'm thinking, let's see, besides the Intercontinental Championship, I think we'd like to see the Possum King, that is. <laughs> king Corbin. There's a reason why I've him that. Uh, Baron Corbin, King Corbin, to go one on one against Matt Riddle. I'd like to see that matchup take place over at WWE Payback. We'll see how that shit goes and more. And um, uh, hopefully there'll be another another matchup besides that i mean so far i've counted there's four matches plus the two i just mentioned so that could be six now like i said those two that i just mentioned are unofficial it's not official but who knows something could change something could happen we'll see how this goes we'll find out this coming sunday at wwe payback and no doubt i'll probably do well if i choose to do another another episode of the main event talk podcast i'll let you guys know as soon as as soon as possible so that's what's going to happen at WWE Payback. Now, let's talk about the Thunderdome. Let's talk about the fact that, you know, this thing has been really really crazy, right? This thing has been extremely crazy, especially with the fact that the fans really know how to fuck shit up. And and you know what? You know, fans have been very very well known for trying to hijack a show. And now with virtuality, especially with what you see now, fans are going to be stupid enough to go ahead and take over. They're going to try and get people's attention in every way possible. I saw... A, a teddy bear. I saw Pikachu. No, Hector was not in the audience. I just saw Pikachu. <laughs> um, I saw a sign that said, Fire Velveteen Dream. First of all, we need to set that shit on fire, okay? I'm I'm really getting tired of seeing that. Look, unless, unless something produces that tells me that he did something wrong, then we'll find it. But in the meantime, shut it off. All right, shut it off. Then, this past Monday was just... The, well, I think Sunday, and I didn't see it, and I'd like to see it when I get an opportunity to look at SummerSlam. in uh, the match between Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, which we'll talk about that in just a moment. Apparently, the stalker that, that was following around on Mandy Rose or, or on Sonya Deville apparently appeared on the screen over there, right? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's fucking bullshit. And then Monday night, all of a sudden, you know... When you look at the background, when you look at some of the people that are there, all of a sudden you see a picture of Chris Benoit, an old picture of Chris Benoit that just happened to show up, right? And then they showed another one of, um, what was it? It was, there was a man that was falling asleep. Well, I can understand why. <laughs> and there was all, also what appears to be, and they mentioned this, uh, someone that was wearing a KKK outfit and everything, and it just, man, I mean, you know, fa- fans are really, and this is the thing, there's a lot of stupid fans out there that really want to get people's attention, look, here's the thing, guys, look, this is going to come to the point where right now, Thunderdome, if you guys are looking into Thunderdome, if you you know want to get yourself involved, dude, here's the thing do yourself a favor, just follow the fucking rules, all right? don't fucking try to be all brave and put out Black Lives Matter, or put out Velveteen Dream needs to get fired, or shove a pool stick up Mick Foley's ass, or something, don't, don't do, because it's gonna get to the point where the WWE, I don't think anyone's being charged to even, you know, be a part of the Thunderdome, but it's only gonna be a matter of time before that happens, okay, Because here's the thing. You're going to see fans come out there and and do some stuff. And if they're on the screen watching, that's fine. That's good. But leave it alone, all right? Just don't, don't, don't. Here's the thing. Don't try to be a hero. Don't try to make an example of everybody. And don't try to ruin this for everybody. That's what everybody's trying to do. And speaking of ruining everything, I mean, what about this whole thing with Sonya Deville? I mean, my God. I mean, you know. Sonya Deville was run off TV, right? She's she's no longer in WWE. Well, she's let's be honest, she's still in WWE, but she's you know taken away for the time being because of this whole thing involving the stalker. Now all of a sudden, she's been getting threatening messages from people, and uh, uh, about the same situation. And I, I read something that if, uh, let me see if I can find anything about Sonya Deville because this was this was some real scary shit and. You know, I, I couldn't believe I don't even understand why these fans wanna go ahead and, you know, do what they can and get people's attention. Okay, here we go. We got the Sony Deville right here. We could pity page and goes here, yada yada yada. Okay, okay, here we go. So I'm reading this part where it says here Sony Deville receives additional threats from unknown people following Uh, attempted kidnapping uh i i think there was uh there's a video here i haven't seen it yet okay let me see if i can read all this correctly here it says here sony deville has received additional threats from unknown individuals since the recent attempt kidnapping at her house where 24 year old philip a thomas ii was arrested you can click here for details, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Uh, Thomas had sent a uh, to Deville on social media and what happened at her home and everything. Okay, Sony Deville recently asked uh, Hillsborough County Circuit Court to uh, seal portions of evidence. In the case against Thomas, according to Heal by Nature, the motion to have evidence sealed, including photographs which establish her home address, uh, characteristics of her residence, as well as messages that (coughs) identify her family members as granted by the court. Uh, the file reveals that DeVille and her ex-girlfriend, uh, Ariana Johnson both qualify as quote unquote victim or witness at risk of harm in the case of Johnson has been, has also been threatened by Thomas for her relationship with DeVille. Uh, Let's see. The court granted the motion filed on August 24th, which was this past Monday, as DeVille has received additional threats from unknown individuals. Now, listen to this, because this this is extremely ridiculous, and I don't understand why people would do this. The threatening messages from unknown individuals include, I will finish the job that Philip started and... My knife is sharper than Phillips. Wow. I oh my god. I mean, you know this, <coughs> this has really become this has really become serious over here. Let me read this one more time so that way you guys can get an idea. I'll finish the job. This is what the, the text message said. I'll finish the job that Phillips started, and my knife is sharper than Phillips that my god i mean this is this you know this is exactly this is exactly why she had to leave the wwe well not leave the wwe but you know what i'm talking about a temporary injunction hearing as scheduled for august 27th which is believe it or not today um which would make the injunction that deville previously received permanent Uh, Thomas was received, denied bailed out of concern for DeVille's safety and the safety of other members of her family. Thomas' attorney has uh, argued for a $2 million bail, but Judge Catherine Caitlin ruled that he was a threat to... The safety of the community <clears throat> following Deville's testimony, which you can read about on this link and everything. Uh, let's see, Thomas remains in, in <clears throat> incarcerated over at the county jail under the following charges: uh, aggravated stalking, third-degree felony, armed burglary of Deville—you know, felony, felony uh, punishable by law by life. Um, armed kidnapping, uh, for ransom and reward of hostage felony life and criminal, uh, mischief for less than $200 second degree misdemeanor, uh, the, uh, okay, so well, uh, this 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 talks about everything about SummerSlam and everything. So this whole situation, now um, obviously there's a video here. Uh, I'll probably show that when the time is right and everything. This whole thing with Sonya Deville, it's been, you know, we've we've got some real fucked up fans, and we've got some fans that are, my God, I mean. You know and and this is not just rock, this is not just WWE superstars. These are movie stars, rock stars, you know, people that go through, you know, shit like that almost every day. I mean, I hear all sorts of stories. I mean, there was a a time I heard Kurt Angle got stalked by a fan. Uh there was uh something about what happened with AJ Styles several years ago. Um something that happened with uh um, I'm trying. I I don't know if it was the Undertaker, if it was somebody, was some fan. Even over at the Performance Center, uh, there was this guy <clears throat> who had been stalking fans over, or stalking people over at the Performance Center. Uh, I forgot what the guy's name was. Uh, you know, he. You know, we we've got we've got some real fucked up fans out there. And and look, here's the thing. I, I'm a fan of Sonya Deville, and I find her to be attractive. I find her to be hot. And she, I, like I said before, the hottest hottest lesbian I've ever seen. But this is borderline crazy. This is borderline stupidity. (coughs) What in the world do we have to do to keep these people from doing this shit? You know? I mean, this is just... It's uncalled for. It's extremely, extremely uncalled for. I mean, there's no point in people doing stuff like this. I mean, look... It's okay to be a fan of a wrestler, a superstar, a rock star, a movie star, an actor, or anything. But you know, when you, you know, it's one thing when you see somebody. You know, I, I've met my my superstars before. I've, I've met I've met the great Kali. I've met r Truth. I've met Scott Armstrong. I've met Chuck Billy a Testament. I've met. Several people And I conduct myself not just as a fan, but I also conduct myself as a human being. I don't want people to think that I'm here to stalk you and I'm here to do this and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I don't want to come off like some ridiculous mark just because they have some sort of fantasy over some person. I mean, this is borderline ridiculous. I mean, this guy and whoever else was texting her should get fucking punished, should get killed for that matter. You know, this is just so fucking ridiculous. I don't know how in the world... I don't know how in the world how long this is going to last. But we're going to see how far this is going to go. So, my, my, my thoughts and my prayers go out with Sonya Deville at this time. We hope she's okay. We hope we see her back in the ring very, very soon. And we're also hoping that this whole bullshit goes away. This guy goes away. And if this if this dude gets hit by a fucking bus... I'd like that too. Okay. This is absolutely ridiculous. It's stupid. Okay. Changing gears for a moment, guys. Let's get right into what we need to talk about. AEW's, AEW's uh, All Out coming up. Uh, It's coming up. As a matter of fact, it's almost coming up, uh, not this coming Saturday, but next coming Saturday on September 5th. And the main event is going to be looking forward to checking that out. Uh, Let's see. We don't know what matches are going to take place here. I think there's some matches that have already been put together. As a matter of fact. Ah, yes. As a matter of fact, we've got four matches that are pretty much lined up over here. Uh, It's going to be for the uh, AEW Women's World Championship. And this is something I'm looking forward to checking out. Akaru, Akaru Shida, the champion, the AEW Women's Champion, will be defending her championship against the NWA's women's world champion Thunder Rosa. I mean, if it's looking forward to checking that out the tag team titles will be decided as Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega will defend their championships Um, it doesn't say who, but it looks like they're going to be defending their tag team titles um, on that night. More details on that when the time is right and also and John Moxley will be defending his championship against MJF for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. The main event is looking forward to checking that out. And then comes this match. Oh, my God. So let me get into this, if you don't mind. The A, um, it's Chris Jericho going one-on-one against Orange... Cassidy. It's called a mimosa mayhem match. Match can be won by pinfall or submission or throw your opponent into a tank of mimosa. Now, basically, what that means is. You can throw your opponent in. You can beat them by pinfall. You can beat them by submission. Or you can throw them in orange juice or in champagne or whatever the fuck they're going to do. All I know is I'm really not looking forward to looking at that match. But we're going to see what the fuck happens at AEW. This, uh, not this coming Saturday, but Saturday night, September 5th. Check it out live as it happens on pay-per-view. Um, I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to checking that out, but we're going to see what happens, and we're going to find out more details uh, this coming Thursday. As a matter of fact, I think AEW Dynamite is supposed to be happening tonight, so we're going to see how that shit goes and so much more. Check out AEW All Out live as it happens on pay-per-view. Okay. We got some of the wrestling stuff out of the way. I think we've talked about everything we needed to talk about. We've talked about Payback. we talked about the debut of Keith Lee. we talked about several of the things that have happened at NXT. We're going to change things up a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to change things up. As a matter of fact, we're going to change them up so good. We're going to change this up so good that we're going to actually watch something. As a matter of fact... It's not often the main event gets an opportunity to talk politics, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to change the wrestling subject for a little bit, and we're going to talk politics because I saw something on Monday that caught my attention. It caught my attention so much that I feel the need to go ahead and make you listen to this. And I think you guys have heard it from this past Monday. But just in case you don't know what it is. Let me give you an idea. Let me tell you what it's called. It's called the Trump Campaign Fundraiser. On the case of Donald Trump. Hosted by. Kimberly. Um, Kimberly. Giff- I can't pronounce this woman's name, but. I need you guys to hear this. I think most of you guys have probably already heard this before. But just in case you don't, let me let you listen to it and then you'll get my response after this. Listen to this. It's it's, j- just, just listen.
1: Good evening, America. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle. I speak to you tonight as a mother a former prosecutor, a Latina, and a proud American. And yes, a proud supporter of President Donald J. Trump. Why? Because he is the president who delivers for America. He built the greatest economy the world has ever known for the strivers, the working class, and middle class. As Commander-in-Chief, he always puts America first. President Trump is the law and order president. Now, presidential leadership is not guaranteed. It is a choice. Biden, Harris, and the rest of the socialists will fundamentally change this nation. They want open borders, closed schools, dangerous amnesty, and will selfishly send your jobs back to China while they get rich. They will defund, dismantle, and destroy America's law enforcement. When you are in trouble and need police, don't count on the Democrats. Mm -hmm. As a first-generation American, I know how dangerous their socialist agenda is. My mother, Mercedes, was a special education teacher from Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. My father, also an immigrant, came to this nation in pursuit of the American dream. Now, I consider it my duty to fight to protect that dream. Rioters must not be allowed to destroy our cities. Human sex drug traffickers should not be allowed to cross our border. The same socialist policies which destroyed places like Cuba and Venezuela must not take root in our cities and our schools. If you want to see the socialist Biden-Harris future for our country, just take a look at California. It is a place of immense wealth, immeasurable innovation, and immaculate environment. And the Democrats turned it into a land of discarded heroin needles in parks, riots in streets, and blackouts in homes. In President Trump's America, we light things up. We don't dim them down. We build things up. We don't burn them down. (laughs) We kneel in prayer and we stand for our flag. This election is a battle for the soul of America. Your choice is clear. Do you support the cancel culture, the cosmopolitan elites of Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden, who blame America first? Do you think America is to blame? Or do you believe in American greatness? Believe in yourself, in President Trump, in individual and personal responsibility. They want to destroy this country and everything that we have fought for and hold dear. They want to steal your liberty, your freedom. They want to control what you see and think and believe so that they can control how you live.
0: Okay, I'm 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 stopping right there for a moment because I'm um um Oh my god, I'm Ah uh, let, let let's continue on with whatever the hell this is.
1: They want to enslave you to the weak, dependent, liberal, victim ideology to the point that you will not recognize this country or yourself. From the beginning, when President Trump spoke about making America great again, he was speaking about that shining city on a hill and restoring the beacon of light that once shined so bright. His promise was to put America and he has. When President Trump cut middle class taxes, putting tens of thousands of dollars back in the pockets of working class Americans, that beacon began to flicker once again. When President Trump commanded the defeat of ISIS, took out al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, and paved the way for peace in the Middle East, that beacon started to glow when he negotiated historic trade deals with Canada, Mexico, Japan, and China, bringing back thousands of manufacturing jobs to America, that beacon shined bright once again for the world to see. America, it's all on the line. President Trump believes in you. He emancipates and lifts you up to live your American dream. You are capable, you are qualified, you are powerful, and you have the ability to choose your life and determine your destiny. Oh, God. Don't let the Democrats take you for granted. Don't let them step on you. Don't let them destroy your families, your lives, and your future. Don't let them kill future generations because they told you and brainwashed you and fed you lies that you weren't good enough. Like my parents, you can achieve your American dream. You can be that shiny example to the world. Manifest and be the change in this country that you dream, that you hope, that you believe in. Stand for an American president who is fearless who believes in you, and who loves this country and will fight for her. President Trump is the leader who will rebuild the promise of America and ensure that every citizen can realize their American dream. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to
0: come. Okay, before we... Before I counteract with this, I want to hear that one more time.
1: Is the leader who will rebuild one the promise of America and ensure that every citizen can realize their American dream. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream. The best is yet to
0: come. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Let me... Let me counteract with this. Okay. Couple things. Is it just me... Is it just me or whenever I see the news... And whenever I see or hear anything about Donald Trump... There's always got to be a beautiful woman involved. I mean, have you noticed that? I mean, there's, there's always got to be a beautiful woman involved. If, if it's not his wife or, or daughter, or it's somebody. You know, somebody that... that and, and, and clearly, clearly, and I'm, I'm listening to Kimberly. I'm listening to her. First of all, she's beautiful, she's attractive, she's hot, and I would fuck the shit out of her if I had the opportunity. However, I don't believe in a fucking thing that she says, especially when she goes off at the very, very end and says, "Ladies and gentlemen, the best has yet to come." When I hear that, my my first my first thought is. I could cut a better promo than that bitch right there. And at least I could convince people to actually come in to the front door. When she says something like that, everybody is running the hell out the fucking door right away. Here's my, here's my thought on this. Look, as you can tell, I'm not a Trump supporter. Okay. Now, now let's, I've viewed Donald Trump I like Donald Trump when it comes to the WWE, okay? We'll set that aside. As far as him being president, he fucking sucks. He sucks. He sucks so bad that that so you know this this girl's talking about how they're brainwashing us. And yet Donald Trump's the one that's brainwashing everybody. Okay, he's the one that's brainwashing everybody. He's the one that's, that's pretty much giving us all of these empty promises and all these speeches and everything. And yet this dude has been in trouble for a lot of the shit that's been going on. Now, I'm someone that doesn't give a shit about politics. I don't give a shit about who becomes president or whatever as long as they do a good job. And I don't try to vote. That's the fucking truth. And I know some people, well, Furman, you should go ahead and throw your two cents in. I'm not going to throw my two cents in there. Fuck you. It's not going to happen. Okay? You can go vote. You can go vote. You can go vote. You can go vote. And here's the thing. I'm not going to have my my fucking fingers, my fingerprints all over the voting voting cast or whatever and be responsible for having that maniac run this fucking country to the fucking ground. That's the truth. And here's the thing. My my deal right now is all I want to see is change. Donald Trump is like Vince McMahon. Yes. Vince McMahon truly believes in his mind and his heart that he's doing something good for the WWE when in reality, he hasn't done shit. He hasn't done shit. And all the times, everything that Vince McMahon does, one minute he's putting something together which looks good and the next minute he decides to re-script everything on that day, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. Over here, Donald Trump... You know, when I hear him talk, it's like, my God, shut the fuck up already. All right. Everything that you just said, you just said it the other day or last week or the week before. Make America great again. And then and I'll, I'll mention the motherfucker's name because I didn't want to. Joe Perez, that, mother, that Joe Perez character who desecrated Selena, Selena's statue and everything. That dude is a fucking Donald Trump supporter himself and he's just as worse. Just as worse, and I hope that motherfucker does not become mayor of Corpus Christi. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to do a drive-by shooting and shoot his fucking ass, all right? And I don't care if anybody tells him that. Here's the thing, the best is yet to come. I agree with that. The best is yet to come on November 3rd. November 3rd has become an extremely important day. Now, I'll tell you this straight up. I don't give a shit about trying to vote for Trump or vote for anybody because I'm not going to put my fingerprints all over the place. I'm leaving it the hell alone. You know why? Because if I vote for the right person, I vote for the right person. If I vote for the wrong person, I vote for the wrong person. and I get my ass killed. They say your voice counts. Not when you have a moron like that running this country. Hell no. As far as I'm concerned, I'm leaving myself out. Everybody else can go ahead and vote. But we've got a lot of smart people in the United States that will vote against Trump. And Trump is trying everything in his power to make sure that all the votes that go against him don't happen. I've already heard the stories, I've already heard everything I need to hear. All I know is we're in August, we're getting closer and closer to November. And when November 3rd comes, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to relax. I'm going to watch what happens. November 3rd is going to be interesting because a couple of things are going to happen. Either Trump gets elected as president once again, or the world finally gets to see this son of a bitch go down in a heap of flames and we vote for the right guy who's going to fix this country the way it should be. Make America great again. How about make America make sense? Do that. Because at this point, making America great, not happening. Making America make sense again, that needs to happen. Because just like WWE, just like professional wrestling, just like anything else, you can make wrestling great But you have to make sense of it. If not, then all you're doing is just giving us a bunch of shit. Exactly like what I see and hear. As far as I'm concerned, I hope Trump does not get elected president. And I hope that this country makes sense once again. And it doesn't matter if it's great. Because when he's gone, it will be great. And I'm ending this podcast on one note. Trump, the days are coming, pal. Why? Because America can and America wants to. Any questions? Enough said. Make America make sense again.